Sean Sheehan answers everything on SevereMMA.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Q&A here on Severe MMA. And if you're listening to this, maybe not a Patreon subscriber, this podcast goes up every Tuesday morning, 6am, on the dot, week in, week out, 52 weeks of the year, and it'll always be there. If you have a question during the week, even if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can send it in at SevereMedPod. I have a post up on uh, Patreon, you can send it there, questions at SevereMed.com. So, uh, as I say, out every week, if you want to sign up, sign up Patreon.com forward slash SevereMedPodcast. And for all the Patreon people uh, who are here, thank you very much. Obviously, there's a big week uh, this week. We have Bellator Dublin coming up. This Saturday, the announcement was made that UFC are coming back to Ireland in August. We're still kind of the fallout from the whole John Jones card, Jan Blachowicz. So we're going to talk about all those things. Whatever you want to talk about, the questions have come in, and I'll talk about, I'll talk about them. So it's the same every week. Uh, if you ever want to send in questions, as I told you, that's the place where you send them. Right, first question here from Ken Allen. What is the chances of Conor McGregor versus Diego Sanchez actually happening? Um, <laughs> well, and, and I suppose in Ireland as well is, is uh, uh, a, a, another piece of that, I suppose. What are the chances of it happening? Slim, <laughs> I suppose, would be the chances of it happening. Um, look, Conor McGregor versus Diego Sanchez was a fight that was talked about years ago before McGregor uh, won any of his titles, before he fought Mendez, before he fought Aldo. It was on the way up. A tough test for Conor McGregor, I suppose it would have been against a greedy ver- veteran before he had proven himself to be the, you know, the the fantastic fighter that he is, the the two, uh, you know, the two time champion that he became. Uh, but now it's not exactly a fight that you could kind of stand behind, I suppose. Diego Sanchez is obviously on the way down. He's crying. There's no one in the world a bigger Diego Sanchez fan than me. I think he should be in the UFC Hall of Fame. I think, I think he's just hilarious and brilliant and exciting and entertaining that this type of fighter we need in MMA uh, but him fighting Conor McGregor now I don't think it'll be right I don't think it'll be right matchmaking it'll be a little bit dangerous matchmaking I think because of how hits how hard Conor McGregor hits uh, and you know the way Diego Sanchez has been fighting recently with that trainer guy he has as well and lots of people have um, put up things about him over the last few days and little clips and things uh, yeah, it just looked Diego Sanchez doesn't need anyone to train at this stage of his career. I don't think he's going to learn much more. He knows he knows it all now at this stage. Um, so you know maybe he's helping him in some way, but it it doesn't look great. But McGregor, look McGregor versus Sanchez is a fight, and I'm just talking about from a matchmaking point of view. That's very unlikely to happen because of where they are in their respective careers, and in Ireland even less likely that. But I think because. McGregor's going to fight in pay-per-view. That, that's where they can get the most money. That's where he can get the most money. Obviously, the UFC can get the most money. Uh, so you can't really have a pay-per-view in Ireland uh, at American time. So they can you know, they can, they can buy it like they'd normally <laughs> like to buy it. Uh, as I said in the podcast at the weekend, I think maybe St. Patrick's Day would be the one day if it fell on a Saturday where you could do a pay-per-view in Ireland and have people in America buy it during the day because they'd be there drinking for St. Patrick's Day anyway and a pay-per-view card from Ireland, I think you could sell that very easily but other than that, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. Right, um, Dave, Davey Flynn, what time will the main event kick off at UFC Dublin? At UFC Dublin, jeez, that's a long time away. The one at Bellator Dublin this weekend anyway is, uh, the main card is 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 10 p.m., um, and I think there's only a three-fight main card, so 
I believe that will be around half eleven or so. So I should be out of there by about twelve o'clock. So <coughs> long day ahead. I think doors open at half four. Um, first fight around in as well. So if you're if you're there at four o'clock, if you want to be there <laughs> very early and get in and have a drink and sit down in your seat, that's probably the time to be there. Uh, Joe Rizzo MMA, a long time uh, MMA podcaster, rear naked choke radio, great man, one of the first people to have me on, so I, I love hearing from Joe. Of all fighters, men or women, whose career would you take for the next five years? That's an interesting uh, question. For the next five years, like, if you're talking about purely... MMA career and earning money and everything, you'd have to say Conor McGregor, wouldn't you? Because he's probably going to have the big fights and he's going to earn a lot of money and way more money than everyone else. So from his point of view, but if you're talking purely MMA and the the glory of all the big fights coming up, I think I'd probably go for Israel Adesanya because you think about it here, you're fighting Yoel Romero. If you beat Yoel Romero, you look like a fucking an animal, because you all remember as an animal, you got to de- take his animal away from him, then maybe you go up and fight John Jones, and, like, I think a lot of people over the last week, and me included, have been thinking, the way John Jones has fought, fought in his last two fights, and the way people have been able to get to him a little bit, if you up the quality of, a stri- uh, you know, the striking coming against him, like you would if Israel Adesanya was fighting him, I think that makes it even tougher. So imagine you're Adesanya, you beat Yoel Romero, you go up and you, be- you beat John Jones. That, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to be that man to do that. Look, look how good you look. You look absolutely unbelievable. Then you might become that next big star. Like, I've, I was thinking about it during the week, right? I remember a few years ago, a lot of people were saying Max Holloway is going to be the next star like Conor McGregor was. And this was, you know, maybe just after Conor McGregor had beaten Eddie Alvarez and around in maybe even a little bit further back when Max Holloway maybe had just won the title or something like that. And yeah, sure, it would have been around then because McGregor, Aldo had won the title after McGregor. uh, Had gone to 155 or 170 or wherever it was. And then Max Holloway won it shortly after. So... A lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of people were talking about Max Holloway around, and could he? He was going to be that next star. And I mean, like, I never saw. It. I always knew. Well, maybe not always, but I, I from that point, I I knew that Max Holloway was going to be a a champion, a very good champion, a very good fighter. And I see, you know, lots of lads to see that, but I see a lot of people talking about like Brian Ortega as well. People have said it with him, he could be the next star like Conor McGregor. I don't see it to be honest, but with Adesanya, he could be. He really could, because listening to him doing that speech, that was a brilliant speech, if you haven't heard it, he won like the New Zealand Sports Person of the Year, and he gave it like a brilliant speech, and he's like, he's like a real modern day sports person, the, you know, and it's, I think it's hard for people, you know, of my age, maybe, and maybe even older, to, to kind of, um, to understand the, the kind of, the new social media cocky kind of, kind of era, like McGregor probably actually started it, and you have the likes of Paul Pogba and other people like that doing it as well, I'm sure there's lots of lads in, in the NFL doing it as well, but, and I think it actually comes from the NFL, because you see NFL players like jumping around and, you know, being very kind of cocky in their, uh, in their ability, and, you know, why, why Why shouldn't you be? When you're one of the greatest fighters in the world, you should be like that. And I feel like I feel like that will help Adesanya to become a star in the new era. You know, I think maybe in an era of 5-10 years ago, it wouldn't have. But I think it will now. And put together with the fact that he's such a good fighter, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think he'll be... I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he'll be a star. I don't 
I don't know that he'll be a star, but he could be. He could like if everything goes right. That's the thing about McGregor as well. Everything everything went right for him. Maybe not everything, you know, <clears throat> went perfectly at each time. But even the losses came back and helped Conor McGregor, and they came back and they made him an even bigger star. Like the Diaz loss made him a way bigger star <clears throat> than he was before it. So that was a very long-winded answer to that question. Anyway. Um, Mo Medelsi, John Jones versus Reyes, who wins in a rematch? Um, who wins in a rematch? I was actually thinking about this. Lot, you know, lots of people, when this sort of fight happens, we te- tend to say, oh, he, uh, and we said, and I think Gaelic football, like, was it last year, Kerry drew with uh, Dublin and there was a replay, and I was like, ah, they, they lost their chance, they had their chance, and then they came back and they got beaten the second time. Like, has Dominic Reyes lost his chance? I don't know. I feel like if Ray Reyes is now more used to five round fights and he has a, an ability he has an ability to know in himself that he can go five rounds even though he kind of wilted maybe like wilted but he he got tired late. If he can get that extra cardio kick that he needs and now he has the, the betting of the five round fight behind him again, can he fight the way he fought a little bit longer? Can he be a little bit more confident fighting that lint? And can he be a little more confident fighting John Jones? Because no matter what, you know, no matter how confident people are or cocky or whatever you want to call it going into a fight, if you're fighting John Jones, you, there's a little bit of doubt. There's going to be a little bit of doubt. But that doubt is gone now. You know, I think everyone, even if you scored a fight for Reyes or if you scored a fight for Jones, I think everyone knows that that fight was close and knows that Reyes could have won that fight. Um, so that takes away maybe the invincibility of John Jones a little bit if you're the guy opposite him. So who wins the rematch? I think it. I think it'll be very close again, to be honest. Um, and I'd nearly favour Reyes, honestly. I I think, <laughs> you know, I I'd probably change that if it ha- if it happens again. But I just feel like that five round, um, maybe not cardio, but the the, the confidence to go five rounds wasn't there before and I think it will be there now I think he'll be extra confident after he wins five rounds if he puts in another bit of cardio uh you know betting it together with it so there you go uh Ryan Cork will another Irishman lift UFC gold in the next 10 years uh hopefully I'd say very unlikely and that's not based on any fighter coming up or anything that's just based on, on the law of averages. It's very hard to win a UFC title. Very, very how many are there? The, the there's the three women's titles. Or is there four now? One, two, three. Well, there's four, but really three. Um, and there's what eight men's titles or something like that. That's not many out of everyone in the world. That is not many. There's only been one. You know, I know Conor McGregor's won two, but there's only been one Irishman to ever win uh, a UFC title. So it's unlikely that another one will win it. But maybe the fact that you know, I think Ian Gary has has said it before that he saw McGregor and he wanted to become an MMA fighter. You know, he was doing doing judo and things, and he saw McGregor coming through, and maybe he inspired him a little bit to become an MMA fighter. Maybe there's another, and I, there is another fucking two hundred of them as we speak, maybe about to make their amateur debuts or still in training and saying, I want to be the next McGregor. Maybe that will actually help in the case. Well, it definitely will help in the case. You know, we've already seen with, with the likes of Gary and other people coming up that that, uh, that that will help. But 
it, we have a better chance because of McGregor to have another one than if McGregor had never come. But it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult, I think. But uh, as I said, hopefully there will be one. Um, Sean Boyle, 101. Brett Johns versus Nathaniel Wood next. Yeah, I like that fight. Yeah, no, no problem with that. Um, I, like, I think, like, Brett Johns, we saw him there a couple of weeks ago, obviously, very good on the ground, fantastic jiu-jitsu, non Nathaniel Wood, uh, very good striker, so maybe a clash of styles there, yeah, sure. Uh, which Irish fighter is most likely to get a belt or title shot first from Cameron Watson? Um, which is most likely, I suppose you, this would have been an easy question if, if Peter Quigley was, uh, still on the card this weekend against, uh, Brent Primus, because if he'd won that, he'd probably be as close to, um, as close to a title fight as you could get, uh, Pedro Carvalho. Are we going? To, are we claiming him as Irish? He's fighting for a title here in like next month. So him uh, and who else? Then James Gallagher, Kiefer Crosby. Um, you know, if Paul Rebbin beats George Carcanyan, he's probably getting to getting a bigger fight after that. So you know, Franz Malambo, if he can beat Ricky Bendeja. So I don't think there's anyone as close as Peter Quigley would have been if he had beaten Bryn Primus. Um, but it depends how they're going to move him as well. Like it's obviously this card coming up this weekend, maybe because you know, especially Gallagher. I think how and Kiefer Crosby as well. I suppose is the is the one left over. Like I, I spoke to Kiefer in the last media day, and he's like, I'm not too worried about moving very quickly. You know, I'm still young in my career, and no no harm getting fights in, and I like that. I I love when people talk like that. I, I don't I don't think people talk like that enough, but. Are Bellator kind of talking like that as well? Like, we've seen Bellator for years, you know. And maybe it's changed a little bit with this £145 uh, um, tournament where they're giving AJ McKee and all these lads tough fights. But we've seen for years they have gone very slowly with their prospects coming up. And maybe Aaron Vico's the, the the one exception to that as well. But um, do they need to move Gallagher on a bit? Do they need to move Kiefer on a bit? I think it's coming to the, the stage where you, you do now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do and see will one of them if they keep winning get into a title fight uh, soon here somewhere right over on Patreon Pulver while I 100% support Diego's veteran decision to get uh, the win after seeing his game seemingly devolve and his uh, unconscionable cornerman is it time to, that was a hard word to read <laughs> is it time to make to stop making jokes as a community and start being concerned no, I don't, I don't think so. Like, Diego was fighting Mikel Pereira, who wasn't bollocksing that much, and who was going in throwing bombs, and Mikel Pereira's a lot bigger than him. And, like, I didn't think there was any stage where Diego looked like he was about to get finished or he was badly hurt or anything. I know he you know, he definitely got hurt from shots and everything like that, but, look, I, I'd, I'd love to see Diego retire and stay, sail off into the sunset and let that be that. But I don't think it's it's unconscionable to see him fighting at the moment. I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that totally. Um, but you know, if I if I if it was up to me, if Diego would retire uh, or keep fighting, I'd say I'd say retire. He's done enough. He's you know he's going to have some more fun fights. Probably he's had lots of fun fights. And there's no one in the world likes Diego Sanchez. Watch likes watching Diego Sanchez as much as me. But yeah, he's he's <coughs> he's definitely taken enough. Uh, I'd love to see him retire, but. I don't think it's I don't think it's this case of like BJ Pin where he's absolutely done. He just needs to never ever fight again. But and, and Chuck Liddell or something like that. I don't think he's to that point yet. But I I wish the likes of him and you know even even earlier in their in their uh, career like say like a Frank Edgar who has had these title shots who's taken a few knockouts now who's a champion like what was it seven eight years ago at this stage. I'd love to see people at that stage of their career. They've had their championship run. They've had their 
four or five runs back to the championship. None of it's worked out. Then you start to get knocked out a couple of times. That's the point. In other sports, you know, when your best days have gone years ago, you've had maybe the, like in soccer, the, the lower, maybe not the lower leagues or the right, but the, 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 the opportunity to get fights outside of the title fights and then you have lost those as well. That's the time to hang them up, I think. So it, it's a pity all fighters couldn't do that and it would be a lot healthier and better sport i think if, if people did that but it's hard to fight ways uh, find ways out like you're a fighter every part of your being is to fight and never give up and then you're being asked to give up at the end that's that's tough to do um pod god plucky predictions who will be the first man to beat jones i know i've kind of said both reyes and understand he will beat him on this podcast <laughs> will be first um I just, I still think I know I said Reyes would beat him earlier on, but I still think that's a very much a 50-50 fight, so I'm gonna go with Adesanya. Who will be the first man to beat Habib? Ooh. I uh, I'd love to see Max Holloway come up and fight a few fights at 155, bet into that division and fight him. I think that's that's a bad matchup for him. Other than that, I think going up to 170 is probably where he'll be beaten. I don't think Tony will beat him. I think it's gonna be very, very hard for McGregor to beat him, although if he can keep it on the feet for two minutes. Uh, and he's at his best. I think he definitely can, but that's going to be very, very tough. I definitely favor Habib winning that fight again. I don't see anyone else really coming up at 155, but people will emerge, as we've seen with John Jones. They will emerge. Um, and I think someone like, you know, I know, I know a lot of people have said it before, maybe I've even probably rubbished it before, but someone like a Kevin Lee or I know Gregor Gillespie got knocked out, but someone with good striking who has. Uh, as good a wrestling as Habib, and I don't think Kevin Lee has as good a wrestling as Habib, but someone like that, I think, would be um, would be a tough matchup for Habib. But at the moment, tough to say. Let me go with Usman. I'd say he'll go up to 170 and Usman will beat him. Uh, who would be the first man to beat Adesanya? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Uh, Fabian Edwards. There you go. He'll come over to the UFC and he'll beat Adesanya. Or Edmund Shabazian, maybe, if he keeps improving in a few years. Right, true or false questions. True or false from Sam Garmley. That last one was from uh, Ben Wald- Waddling. Uh, right, Sam Garmley's true or false. Diego Sanchez keeps fighting into 2021. <laughs> true. True or false. The first person to beat John Jones will have to beat him twice. Mm, true, I'd say. Because if you beat John Jones, you're going to have to fight him again. True or false. Bare knuckle boxing falls foul of regulations at some point in 2020 and it's made illegal again probably false because it's america <laughs> and a lot of lessons in america and can go so there you go true or false sean comes up with a minimum of four new nicknames for himself this year a hundred percent true right lots of questions here from sean denny uh, how do you rate a potential juan adams versus rug rug match absolutely love that apparently juan adams has signed for um uh aries fighting championship uh and if, if you don't know rug rug check him out just google his name i tweeted out uh, about rug rug not too long ago he's this fucking absolute beast of like a senegalese wrestler and i, I it was funny i was asking uh i was asking alan murphy he's the the media guy the pr guy for um ksw and the aries championship as well i was like does rug rug speak english i'd love i'd love to get him on the podcast or something he's like he doesn't even speak fucking french <laughs> he's like he's what am i like rug rug is from some dialect in Senegal of uh, you know some i don't know some senegalese language or some dialect of french or something but uh they're, they're trying to set up a media day with him or something anyway but you know he's that he's just such a such a 
a fucking great character like Rug Rug. This this guy from the, like the middle of Senegal who does this Senegalese wrestling. If you've ever seen the videos of it, it's absolute mad stuff. Where there's wrestling and striking kind of going on together, and he comes in and he fights MMA and beats Sofian Bakaju, a really really good fighter, and destroys him. Like whoa, I, I, Rug Rug is. It, it's great in MMA that we get people like that, you know. We and Mikel Pereira, mad bastards, is brilliant. I, I love MMA for that. Now, will Cejudo ever fight again, or will he keep running forever? Yeah, he'll fight again. He's, he's looking. He's fighting Aldo, isn't he? So he'll probably take that. But what's next for Jim Miller? Is he Hall of Fame worthy? Um, he'll probably fight on. Is he Hall of Fame worthy? No, I don't think so. Like I think no, Diego went and he fought for a title and he had really exciting fights. Jim Miller's had some really exciting fights as well, but you know he's. He never was on th- at that level of excitement that Diego was, and he never fought for a tight leader, or, or never was really close to it. So, no, I I don't really understand Hall of Fames. It's a very American thing. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, how would you see a Dan Hardy versus Sanchez fight going? Jesus, Dan Hardy hasn't fought in about seven years, so she probably have to favor Diego. But who knows? Uh, how high is Mirab's ceiling? That caucus wrestling is it? Yeah, very very good wrestling, <coughs> and I, I was impressed as well. I was talking to someone about it. About his ground and pound. Because wrestling is only good uh, if what comes after it is good. So, he, he, you know, his ground and pound and his ability to land strikes there was, was very, very good. Uh, should Herb have stopped the means fight as he was wobbling back to his corner at the end of the round? No, I don't think so. I think you give him time to recover, see what he's like, give him that minute. And if you think he's bad after that, assess him after that. If you think he's bad after that, stop it. Like, if... Uh, I think he was recovering at that stage when he was given the second. If he was completely falling around, yeah, 100%. But I think he was right to give him the second to see. But I wouldn't have criticized him if he had stopped it. Uh, is Bisping the most entertaining broadcaster at the moment? Yeah, he's, I think he's very funny. Like, I think Bisping, and I, maybe we haven't seen loads of him, but I think he has a good... Uh, uh, he has a good grasp of the entertainment side and the tactical side as well. Whereas... Maybe Dominic Cruz, I love, I love Dominic Cruz and I'd rather this, but I know a lot of people wouldn't. Maybe he's just too much tactical and not enough, maybe, entertainment. Whereas Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier, especially, are just completely entertainment at times. I know, you know, DC does a, a bit of the, the technical side as well, but especially when he's Joe Rogan, he's just trying to laugh and, you know, impress Joe Rogan. I, I really don't like that. Um, what do you make of Woods' low blows? Were they actual fouls or borderline? I thought one of them was, and I thought another one was kind of... <laughs> ball to leg rather than leg the ball but uh yeah look don't think of nothing really Yan deserves the next title shot the Reyes fight can wait uh look I don't think so I, I, I wouldn't if I was deciding right now I was thinking about it last night I was like mm, yeah Yan need a good knockout if Corey Anderson won he probably would have got it but no I, I don't think Yan is the next guy I think I think you give it to uh, I think you give it to Reyes. I think you have to make that rematch. Uh, UFC Dublin is this the start of Dana White versus Weasel Espinosa in the boardroom? Now that Bellator are under showtime, it's interesting. I'm looking forward if I get the chance to speak to Dave Green this week. You know, and I have an article coming out in Sherlock. I might be, I'm not sure. I'm recording this on on Monday, so I might be already out at this time or out in the next couple of days. And we're talking about this, and I think uh, this could be the beginning of the war. It's very very. Very, very interesting. It's interesting to see what happens this weekend as well. Obviously, you know, Liam McCourt headlining the card in, in Dublin and the likes of Paul Redman, Kiefer Crosby, all loads of Irish people are Franz Mamba versus Ricky Mendes. Absolutely love that fight. Not the best card in the world, and I'm sure with the UFC breathing down their neck, they'd like to have a better card right now. But unfortunately, as we mentioned earlier, Gallagher, Queeley, both injured, and two big fights fell off the card. So 
you know, it's it's an interesting time ahead for the Bellator and, and the UFC in Ireland, and we haven't had this in a while, so it's it's good to see. Uh, what would you do with Nathaniel Wood to build him back up? Uh, I don't I don't know. Does he necessarily need building back up? Um, John Dodson is a tough fighter, and losing to John Dodson is is you know is no no shame on you. So someone talked about that Brett Johns fight earlier on. I like that fight. Um, why are people so mad at Diego? 100k to show, and 100k to win. Yeah, look, he's smart to do what he did. Um, I don't think there's any doubt, and he knew what he was doing. <laughs> but uh, like fighters should do this. They're they're not fucking. You know, it's not a charity guess. <laughs> if you think you can get 100k more or whatever it was, you should do it. And he look, Diego knew that he was going to either lose or draw that fight if he had kept fighting. There was no way he could win unless he knocked him out in the last minute or whatever it was. So he said, right, I'll take the DQ, I'll take the win, I'll take my win bonus, no problem. And he's right to do it, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it was a, it was definitely a bit weird, but look, I'm not going to criticize him. He was, he was right to do it. Uh, right, let me run through these Twitter ones quickly here in the next five minutes or so. Toby Kinsella, uh, who do you think will be the man to defeat John Jones? I said earlier on Adesanya. With UFC Dublin coming up, is there any fighters you'd love to see signed by the UFC? I'd go with Reese McKee, James Webb, and Joe Duffy. Am I missing any? Well, just just Duffy's already there, so I think Reese McKee is the only no-brainer. I think he's the only one that almost certainly will get signed up. But he has a fight to win coming up here in, uh, in May, I believe it is, in the summertime anyway, in uh, in Belfast. So he needs to win that fight. Uh, and if he wins that, I think he'll definitely be on this card. Uh, after that, you know, James Webb has a fight coming up in three weeks' time. Maybe if he wins it, he could be on the card. His coach, Chris Fields, he could be a shout for being on the card as well. Alan Philbot is fighting, I think, today or tomorrow. So if he wins it, maybe he'll be on the card. Um... And the young lads in coming up uh, through Cage Warriors, in Gary, um, Paul Hughes. I think the two of them, if 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 this was a year's time, if this was 2021, and both of them were, you know, 8 and 1 or 8 and 0 or 10 and 0 or something like that, or, or you know, 9 and 0, I think they'd be on the car, but it's a little bit too early, I think. And then I think the likes of Dickie McLean and Joe McCulligan. I think they need a couple of more wins before they'll they'll get on the car. But maybe, maybe it's it's not slim pickings. There, I mentioned all those options, but there there aren't the options there used to be. Are there? Like when they had the pick of everyone in Ireland, they they don't have that anymore with Bellator. So interesting to see what they do. Uh, with the first round finish, uh, looks like Yan is next in line for John Jones. What's next for Reyes? A rematch with Ozdemir, winner of Smith Teixeira. Nah. No, I, th- I think you give it to Reyes, to be honest. Uh, STD, what, uh, when is Gabby Garcia going to fight a real opponent? <laughs> I don't know, who cares? Uh, when is MMA striking going to evolve to counter naked kicks and get uh, offline punching in the face? Yeah, it seemed pretty simple, didn't it? But it's only simple if you have the ability to do it. So, look, MMA, that's the thing about MMA. There's only so much you can defend. You know, if you're if you're going to have a style like Corey Anderson where it's an attacking offensive style, you're going to leave yourself open and if you live by the sword, you die by the sword and that's what happened to him. But there are so many weapons in MMA that it just shows you how good the likes of Dominic Cruz and John Jones are that he they can survive for so long without getting knocked out or, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, interesting times ahead. Um... Oh, do you perceive ESPN pacing to be improved? Yeah, it seems like the online cards are definitely improved. The, the pacing is good in them. Uh, will Darren Till win a title? Oh, yeah, a couple of true and falses. Uh, Benjamin Barry. Will Darren Till win a title in the next two years? 
I'm going to go with false on that, but you never know. Nick Dane, uh, when will Yancey make his Bellator debut? Uh, yeah, I, I think Yancey will actually be suited to Bellator, just because they're going back to Hawaii a lot, and they've been McFarland and all, so yeah, I'll say I'll give it a true on that one. Uh, will RDA readjust and find his stride again, or is he figured out and too far down the line? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's it's unlikely. Uh, is Felder versus Sucker winner going to get the push while the loser goes back in line? That's sort of what happens in all fights. At, at 155 pounds especially, it's, it's real dog-eat-dog dog world there. Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd agree with that. How excited are you for Jan Bohovic versus Jones? Not very. <laughs> Have you been watching Zhang Weili train on Instagram? No, I haven't. On a scale of one to it's been brought... <laughs> Oh god. Uh how did Yoel Romero um serve is how does Yoel Romero serve Israel Adesanya? Um uh, I don't know. Maybe he does maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Um David Fleming, true or false, Nick Diaz will fight in the UFC again. True. No one retires in MMA. True or false? McGregor will fight Tony Ferguson this year. False. I think uh Habib will beat Tony and I think McGregor will probably fight Habib. But I, I think McGregor should have a fight in the interim, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, true or false, Reese McKee will have UFC bout in 2020. True. Uh, if Felder wins, do you think Connor mentioned his name uh, due to the Irish card coming up? Uh, I know it's not the big arena, but maybe a way to win casual MMA fans back. I, a few people have said that. Do you think McGregor needs to win his Irish fans back? I think he does. I think putting on a fight like this in Ireland would be a good way of doing that, but... Will the UFC want to take the financial hit? Will McGregor want to take the financial hit? Probably not. And I, I think McGregor probably would do it, but I don't think I don't think the UFC would want to do it. So I'm going to go with false on that one. True or false? Diego Sanchez should be retired after that embarrassing debacle. Jesus, false! Embarrassing debacle? Wasn't that bad? Fucking hell! Uh, should uh, from Luke. Uh, that last one's from Jim Bob. Should the UFC add a former judge to commentary team? Yes, a hundred percent. I think it'll be absolutely brilliant. Um, look at the way John McCarthy has done it. I don't know people criticize John McCarthy. They don't like him that much because maybe he's, he, his other commentary isn't absolutely fantastic. I actually like I, At the start, I didn't. I was unsure of him. But having listened to him more, I actually really, really like his commentary. But I, maybe I'm... <laughs> I'm too embedded in the MMA thing, and I like I like the technical stuff, and I like the the factual stuff more than the entertainment. And I think John McCarthy is brilliant at. But look what he talks about judging, and it's very hard to judgeify when you're commentating on it as well. But he has so much experience. Maybe he's the one guy who actually can do it. Um, but look what he brings to it when talking about judging. Absolutely fantastic. He explains why he gave around ten nine or ten eight or nine nine or whatever it is. Um, and if you had a judge ringside doing that, I think it'd be. I think it'll be absolutely fantastic. Employ a judge, bring him to every event, and uh, yeah, do it that way. Or even just the, the pay-per-view events. You have twelve a year. I'm sure there's a judge out there who'd be happy enough to retire from judging, take the fucking you know the the fifty grand a year from from the UFC or whatever to, to probably even more to to sit there and and do that twelve times a year. So yeah, I think that it makes sense. Is Diego Sanchez so punch? No, I can't. I'm punch drunk. So punch drunk. The commission step in and revoke. He's like, what? How do people? T- Diego wasn't that bad, like, I know he got beaten, but, uh, well, I guess, he didn't get beaten, he won, but <laughs> he was getting beaten until he lost, but he didn't get, like, knocked out, or he didn't look absolutely horrendous, I, I didn't think he looked great, I think Trevor Mittman actually made it sound worse than it was, um, but, yeah, look, he was he was definitely beaten badly, but there you go, for the Q&A from Lynch Brin, 
can a champion fighter who has a draw really be called undisputed? Uh, no, sure. Why not? This is only a thing people say, though, this undisputed thing, so no. Who uh, <laughs> got you the front, front row tickets? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you see, there was a lad who looked exactly like me in the front row at Rio Rancho. Um, Invicta did a one-night tournament from Carl O'Neill a while back. Eight fighters, one five minute round per fight with a max possible three fights per fighter. What's your dream UFC version of this? Weight class fighters, uh, prize, etc. Give me the top eight and lightweight. Do that. That'll be fun. Uh, who is a better chin, Rockhold or Anderson? Uh, God, I don't know. Look, if you get hit right by the right person, doesn't matter how good your chin is. I think they're, maybe the defense is more important or more of an issue than, than the actual chin itself. Although... Yeah, I'll go Rockhold has a, has a, a worse chin. Um, Yan versus John or Yan rematch at Reyes from Idaco. I think Reyes and Noblar. Who is in the, who is a better one in a better single leg? Anderson or Wood? Yeah, Anderson was definitely knocked out. The Wood one, the Wood one was close, but I think it was a good stoppage. Uh, Andrew Levin. Should fighters be asked if they're okay to keep fighting after an illegal strike? Uh, yeah, because if if they're asked and they say no, then they definitely shouldn't be. Um, allowed to carry on if they're asking they say yes the, the ref's job then is to decide whether that yes is correct or not whether they still have the ability so yeah I think they should be asked um, Jackson my only questions coming out of this are, <laughs> are why and how come yeah I think a lot of people ask themselves that after uh, MMA events uh, what in your, what what's your opinion on the referee not knowing exactly what the result would be if Diego couldn't continue I don't think he didn't know I think he didn't want to tell it to Diego so Diego would make up his mind based on his ability to fight rather than the, rather than what would come from him saying he couldn't fight which I think is probably the right thing to do but uh, Diego kind of knew anyway and, and, and got where he wanted to get to uh, what does Corey Anderson change his na- nickname to after that loss Ah, you have to go back to Beach in 25 8. Uh, self proclaimed billionaire Conor McGregor has stated from Dave Carr that he wants to win the fans back. These same fans took out loans and went to fights uh, they could not afford to support their idol. Should he look uh, look? Should he look to fight on this card? I'm aware he won't. Yeah, no, it's, it, that's a good argument. It's a better argument than, than probably any to, to say why McGregor should fight in this Dublin card, but probably not. Uh, what's the updated list of fights as in not the TV schedule okay the Bellator updated list of fights let me uh, let me pull it up for you here and uh, I'll tell you as we know um, Liam McCourt against Judith Ruiz is the main event uh, obviously I believe Leah is the first woman to headline a card I didn't look up that uh, that Ashing Daly one yet but I, I think that's that's right um, that she is then we have uh, in the co-main event, uh, Charlie Ward versus Kyle Kurtz. Maybe a, a bit of an odd choice for the co-main event, but there you go. Uh, and the other fight in the main card, in Aaron Chalmers versus Austin Klim. So, that's an odd main card. To be honest, 10pm, uh, GMT, the main card is kicking off. The undercard on at 3am GMT <laughs> on Sky Sports. But if you're in the arena, this this is the... Okay, I'll read it the way the arena goes from, from top. L- let's read it from bottom to top altogether. So, starting... In the arena at 4.30 GMT. Uh, first fight at night. Danny Nyland versus Kira Pinshaw. Uh, Kieran Clark versus Jamie Faldling. Blaine O'Driscoll versus Isubair Borassa. Dylan Logan versus Callum Murray. Matthias Pizark versus Chris Duncan. Will Flory versus Justin Moore. Uh, Richie Smullen, Albert Diaz. Azil Adojo versus Consine Blanchia. Um... 
Philip Malpeter versus Daniel Crawford, Paul Redman versus Georgie Carcanyon, Richard Kiley versus George Hardwick, uh, Ilas Bouliad versus Diego Frechius, Oliver Inkamp, and this is moving on to the Sky Sports so, uh, section of the card now. So if you're watching at home, you won't be able to watch this until 3 a.m. Uh, Oliver Inkamp, Lou Long, uh, Ricky Bandejas, Franz Malambo, Rick Rawlings, Elena Cal Union something. Kiefer Crosby, Imek Fortado, Bryn Primus, Chris Bungard, and in the main card, Chalmers Klim, Ward, Kurtz, Ruiz, McCourt. So there you go. Um should we expect Brady, Aldrich, and Keller on UFC Dublin? Do people really care about like these Irish Americans? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let let's have them on the guard, but I'd rather just good fighters rather than Irish American fighters. The people in Ireland won't give a shit about them, let's be honest here. They might they'd actually love to be on the, the you know, I'm sure they'd all love to come over to Ireland and fight where their ancestors are from, but Irish people wouldn't give a shit. Um Is there any chance we get a title fight on Dublin card? Very little, I'd say. Um, and I think we have one or two more hold on playing devil's advocate here is UFC in Dublin coming a bad time for Irish MMA so many talents progressing well who may now be rushed into UFC with not enough fights under their belt from Aaron that's a that's a great great question and it could be but it felt like the last time we had a few of them as well and they didn't really sign them up to fight on that Paddy Hool and Lewis Mocha card um, so they probably won't do it like I know we're talking we're giving out all these names but as I said earlier on, I think uh, Reese McKee is the only guaranteed one if he wins in the summer to be on the card. Like I, I don't think Gary will be on it. I don't think Hughes will be on it. I don't think McCulligan or Dickie McLean will be on it. To be honest, I, I like I think Chris Fields or Alan Pilfot, uh, Pilfot, Philpot, One of them might have a shout. I, I, if I had to predict, I think one of them will probably get on it. Um, but I don't think the others will. To be honest, I hope they do. Well. Uh, I don't want as well, I, because I hope, you know what I hope, I hope the UFC announce another card for ne- August next year, and then I hope those lads have five fights in cage wars and are on that card, that's what I, ho- I hope happens, because that'll be a benefit for them, benefit for Irish MMA and everyone. Um, last question here, uh, we have uh, actually from No Kick and Mark, both kind of asked the same question, and Carol as well, after Jones' last two fights being so close against opponents, people uh, didn't a view that he didn't have a chance uh, against Issy's career on the decline. But that was kind of something we talked about last week on the Q&A. And it, it, there's a weird way of looking at it because what does the... Like, a decline, is he, is he a worse fighter now than he was before? No, I don't think so. But is he... Has he a, as big a gap now between the next uh, line of challengers that he had before? Uh, no, I think they're closer now than ever before, and it's not do I think they are closer than they've ever been before. So his, I think his dominance is on the decline. I think that's that's probably the way to put it. He's not as dominant as he once was, and if we talk about the history of combat sports, that's not something that comes back. You usually don't get dominant twice, so it's it's interesting to see what happens. I, I like I predicted at the start of of this year before the Reyes fight that Domin- uh, that uh, John Jones was going to lose in 2020 and we're two months into 2020 now and I don't think that's the worst prediction in the world now John Jones is the top five top three uh best fighters in the history of MMA uh drugs aside so uh, you couldn't put it past him but it's tough it's very tough right Thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, obviously, 
this is on Patreon every week, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast. If you're not signed up there, please sign up, patreon.com forward slash severe mail podcast. Costs like a euro a week. And anyone anyone of the people here on Patreon will tell you, I'm sure, that it's it's worth <laughs> it's worth the money. There's four to five podcasts every week. Every Saturday now I'm putting up uh posts where you can watch the fights, what time they're on, a little bit of a preview as well. Interviews articles loads of stuff sign up patreon.com for such severe my podcast follow me at sean sheehan ba on twitter we're probably all doing that anyway and subscribe to the severe may youtube as well we're going to have loads of stuff this week i'll be up in dublin on thursday friday saturday spending loads of money staying in the fucking gibson hotel so <laughs> help us out and uh if you're around give me a shout if you see me around come up and stick a camera on my face or call andy stevenson a dub or something if he's if he's with me and uh, and say hello right thanks very much everyone for listening good luck <laughs>